a long time ago, in a galaxy far, far away. Well, not so long ago. In fact, it's now. And this is filmed live in front of a YouTube audience. And even though we wish we were Jedis, we're actually just a bunch of nerds with some webcams and microphones. Every week, you get to witness the shenanigans of Chris. ATGN, bringing people together on the internet since 2012. Okay. So you're saying the balls are stuck to the roof of your mouth? There are balls stuck to the roof of my mouth right now. <laughs> and the Atahai. And this does include such a wonderful line as, I can't wait to pound that dick. As they are joined each week with a guest host. Raging erections. Yeah. MMOs are like a lifestyle. Um, I'm happy. <laughs> Whether you're going up against the uh, the armies of the English cavalry or you're playing a board game with your girlfriend, a raging erection will definitely throw someone off their game. Making the supergroup known as all things good and nerdy. Welcome to our madness. Good morning, everyone. Welcome to episode 47, I believe it is, of All Things Good and Nerdy, recorded live on March 3rd, 2013. I almost said 2012 because that's what I wrote on the notepad. This show is, is tentatively titled right now, My Twitter Dick is Bigger Than Yours. And if you followed us on Twitter, you probably saw this 45-minute to an hour-long rant about Twitter dicks that made no sense but was really fun. <laughs> That is quite appropriate. Thank you, Adahe. This is one time. I will not bitch at you for hitting the sound board. Uh, I'm Chris, and as you can tell, Adahe is here today because I've already gotten soundboarded within the first minute and a half of the show. So, good morning, Adahe. How are you? Um, tired and tired. Tired and tired. Ah, oh, I love your avatar, I just noticed. Uh, also joining us today... <laughs> Sexy fucking beast. We've got Naki. <laughs> morning, Naki. Morning. I'm sorry. I sound like a smoker today. This is what happens when I drink. I apparently sound like a smoker. That doesn't yeah. make any sense, but let's just roll with it. I probably it was probably more all the karaoke styled singing of Disney songs than the actual drinking. Why did nobody record these? Put them on YouTube so we could cut them into the intros for ATGN. Uh, they might actually be uploaded soon. So <laughs> had to be. Like some Princess and the Frog in there because they had the, some of the best Disney music ever. Um, there was an entire group of drunken adults singing Part of Your World from The Little Mermaid. Meh. And then we all sang uh, that Aladdin song, I oh. Can Show You the World. I like the, uh, the parody of the My Little Mermaid song. Well, you know, I'm taking us way off track. The Arabian Nights song, they had to change it because they got in trouble because the original cut of it was if you do something wrong, they'll cut off your hand. Oops. Yeah, <laughs> yeah they got in trouble for that. But anywho, also joining <laughs> us today to cement his lead as the most frequent guest hoster in the month of March. Is this March Ryan Arch or something? We've got Ryan. <laughs> Beware of the Ryans of March. Um, Ooh. Yeah. I like that one. Yeah. Does that mean we should have Bravo on it? Hashtag. Um, man, you guys are just, you're all way too loud. Because like Naki, I spent my entire night last night drinking, and I was playing Killing Floor. So not what? only did I drink a lot, but I didn't sleep because I was terrified. <laughs> Quickly, everyone make loud, annoying noises into your microphone. Ah! <laughs> I was just going to let Adahe talk. I figured that was annoying enough. <laughs> You guys, you guys know I can mute you on the fly, right? Like, 
I may be I may be a little slow and groggy, but I'm not that slow and groggy. I know what <laughs> podcast I'm on. What, what is this Fanboy Buzz at fanboybuzz.com? <laughs> I, I think it I, I think it might be that brand new podcast. Which Ooh. one are you talking about, Naki? There's a brand new podcast? You, you should tell brand, us about it. There's a brand new podcast that we're recording for the first time this week, guys. And it might have to do with Ryan. So maybe Ryan should talk about it. <laughs> uh, it, it, only, it only nominally has to do with me, uh, considering that it's all about board games. Um, basically, you guys can, uh, can listen to my uh, sultry tones uh, every... What are we doing, Thursday? Well, we're, Thursday. we're recording on Wednesday. We'll probably be up on Thursday. Um, yeah, I'll be in my bunk. <laughs> Look for our, our new tabletop gaming show called Tabletop Bebop. We blend the smooth sounds of cool jazz with dice rolling and some like little miniature guys, and you get some tokens on there, and maybe a couple of meeples. <laughs> um, and we'll explain what all of that means as well. Um, but our first game, uh, as if it's going to be any surprise to anyone, the first game that we are reviewing and talking about is going to be Star Wars X-Wing the Miniature Team by Fantasy Flight Games. So Huzzah! Hooray! Hooray, Beer, and X-Wings. That is a dangerous kind Speaking of X-Wings, have you gotten your Wave 2 stuff yet? I have not. Um, Me neither. Because I, uh, I have a condition that is colloquially known as being poor, um, <laughs> but I'm working on it. I've, got, uh, I've actually got a couple uh, sitting behind the shelf at my friendly local game store that they have uh, pre-ordered for me. And it's just a question of when I can get in and uh, and throw big piles of money at them. How about you? I have them pre-ordered. They just haven't arrived yet. But I'm really looking forward to... I was going to play X-Wing with Ferg this weekend, but I had stuff come up, and I really wanted to play just to try and smoke each other again one more time before I got the Falcon and change the, the game. The thing that came up is Bow Chicka Wow Wow, just letting you know. Because he talked about it earlier, just like that. Yep. What the fuck? I don't know. This is what happens when half the people are hungover and the other two are asleep still when we do a show. <laughs> probably a good thing our chat room's like got two people in it. <laughs> yeah, two of which are on the show. <laughs> but I don't know about you guys. In the effort of keeping things going, perhaps it's time we go and do our news of the week. News team! Assemble! Live from the ATGN studios on uh, the internet, it's the news of the week. And who would like to volunteer to go first this week? Takers? I will go first. Sweet. Unfortunately, uh, I had to scramble because my news of the week should have been that Tabletop Bebop is a thing, but um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, since, uh, since, I can't use, since I can't phone it in with that, um, I'm going to go ahead and talk about an article on uh, BBC News, actually. Um, BBC News did an article um, just earlier this week on the 1st, uh, on uh, Friday, um, entitled Dice and Digital, Rehabilitating the Board Game Geek. And this article basically talks about the growth and expansion uh, and popularity of board games, um, largely in Europe, but um, um, the pretty much the same can be said of the U.S. too. And they, I believe they talk about the U.S. market in here. And it basically just talks about how um, board gaming and tabletop gaming is becoming more and more popular 
um, kind of all over the world because of the fact that it presents an experience that you can't get from a lot of digital media these days where you're actually sitting down and, and playing games with other people. You have you have an excuse to get together um, and actually look each other in the eye and, and uh, have a, a social interaction um, that doesn't have, uh, you know, vast distances between you and Skype uh, involved. So... Um, it was a very interesting article. They cover a lot of really fun games that we may or may not review on Tabletop Bebop in the future. <laughs> um, and uh, definitely worth reading. I'll throw a link to it in the chat room. Cool beans. That's what I don't I have say a lot about. to say about it. It's just kind of a cool article. So, so basically <laughs> you're saying video games are more popular in Europe because Americans don't have t- attention spans for that shit? Or board games? Or no. Um, well, yes, but no. <laughs> well, you know, we're, we're off to a shining start today, aren't we? Um, because it's because it's BBC. They they mostly talk about the European market, but um, I I'm I'm willing to bet if I if I if I care to Google for five minutes, I could find similar articles um, from U.S. news sources to say the same thing. Because in general, um, worldwide board game sales are on the rise. It's not. A huge rise. It's something like nine percent in the last year. Um, that number came completely out of my butt, um, but it's <laughs> it's a it's a nominal amount. But uh, board game sales are on the rise, kind of all over, because of shows like Tabletop with Will Wheaton, um, and because of the fact that um, it's kind of a weird uh, recession trick that uh, whenever whenever the economy starts to kind of backslide. Um, uh, board games become more popular because the investment uh, of money um, equals a greater. Uh, um, uh, you get you get more use out of it um, because you know you're you're spending you know let's say forty dollars on a board game and you get maybe six or seven plays out of it each in an hour of play where you're getting six and six or seven hours out of uh, a forty dollar investment and you can keep playing beyond that six or seven times, you always have it on a shelf in your house. An hour. And when you compare that to like a movie or something like that, it's a much better uh, investment of your uh, of your cash dollars. Well, I don't know about game. you. I've played X-Wing games that have lasted like two and a half, three hours because <laughs> we just can't make them end. I was just thinking Monopoly. I'm like, bitch, board games that only last an hour. You've never played Monopoly. <laughs> I I don't play Monopoly. The, I, I could go into a huge super dick mode about how Monopoly is a terrible board game and people need to stop playing it. It's not terrible if you play Drunken Monopoly. No, it's still terrible if you play Drunken Monopoly. It's it's the game to glass from multiple board ga- board game design perspectives, but that's a conversation for another time. Brian, do not pass go. Go directly dude, to jail. Dude, it's, it's an American <laughs> icon. Oh, it is. It definitely is. It's just or a shitty one. That, like many other American icons, has been bent over a table and fucked with licensing, like, <laughs> repeatedly by multiple companies. You Thank you for that mental image. Puppyopoly? You guys, uh, you guys didn't actually see. I was actually kind of air humping in my chair here. <laughs> Please tell me you have pants on. <laughs> no, I will not tell you. Let it remain a terrifying mystery. I'm actually noting. Okay, so so my notes for this show say air humping and fucking licensing. I'm so glad that I, I write notes. <laughs> Thanks for that moment of randomness. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's go to our next news story. And I'll go next on this one. Do you guys remember the game that was announced 
past two E3s and talked about from LucasArts called Star Wars 1313. Yay! No. It was, supposed to be set, it was supposed to be a lot like Uncharted, but set in the seedy underbelly of Coruscant, where you're a bounty hunter slash mercenary slash smuggler trying to procure slash, some objectives. Slash, 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 slash. Yeah, pretty much. Well, they came out this week, Kotaku broke the news, that basically Star Wars 1313 has been put on indefinite hold by Lucasfilms, by LucasArts slash Disney. And I wish I could say I was surprised, but we've talked about before how Disney's already said they're shifting all of their gaming focus to social. So I guess the real question I have here is, I wonder if they're going to do anything that ties into the new movies that's a regular game versus a social game at this point. Mm, probably not, honestly. Like, I... My guess is they're all like, oh... Now we have all this stuff that we don't really want. You do it. The game looks really awesome. That's why I'm kind of bummed to see that it's not coming out. I mean, the screen. I mean, what we saw at E3. Granted, let's be honest. Things you see at E3 and in trailers, it's not necessarily representative of what the final game is. Aliens, Clone Wars, like Marines. Yeah, <laughs> but I don't know. Lucas Arts games have generally been pretty good. So, I don't know. I'm kind of disappointed. And what was also really cool, they started getting into. They went into the backstory of this. This game is like. Part of the reason maybe it's getting delayed is it's kind of changed purposes two or three times. Originally, it was supposed to be a tie-in to a TV series that Lucas wanted to do that they couldn't do because it was too expensive. Then it was sort of getting turned into an MMO, which not smart because we've already seen what a uh, older public did. It was a fantastic game for 15 levels. Yeah, and then they started to shift it into its own game, set in its own world that hadn't been explored before, and now it seems to be gone. So. The sad thing is, there will not be any Star Wars 1313 for the foreseeable future, despite all the buzz it got at the last two E3s for looking friggin' fucking awesome. I don't know if that's an actual term. Friggin' fucking awesome. But we're gonna go with it, okay? It is. It's fine. It's totally cool. Let's see. We've got a couple comments in here. Uh, Jeanette has said, I'm picturing a giant green dildo labeled licensing. <laughs> and then, as we're getting trolled... There's a guy by the name of You Suck that says there's never been a good star shit game. I disagree. Go play, like, Super Star Wars on the ins- on, on the Super Nintendo. That was a badass game. It was hard. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it was, like, really hard. <laughs> That's what she said. Oh, I couldn't use it. I'm a horrible person. All of my hair just went in my mouth. Ew. Get out of my mouth. <laughs> Please save that at the thirteen ten mark. Drop. <laughs> That's for the new intro. No, but honestly, a lot of the old Star Wars games I thought were awesome. Super Return of the Jedi, but the whole super line of Star Wars games, badass. X-wing I, versus Tie Fighter. Yeah, X-wing Alliance. The whole, all their flight sims were awesome. They need to make a new one. But flight sims aren't really that Didn't popular. Have a mod racing game for the sixty four. That was terrible. That was fucking terrible. That was terrible because it had the words pod racing in the title. <laughs> and episode one. <laughs> I think we all know that's a bad thing. Yeah. yeah. I, I love Jar Jar Binks. I'm going to die now, aren't I? You, I'm cutting you off this show right now. Bye, oh. Naki. <laughs> you can edit later. I'm going to go take a nap. You just need to make all the times and you can do all the editing. Nope. Later. <laughs> Who wants to go next on News of the Week? I'm so fucking lost. <laughs> uh, I guess I will. I'll be quick. That's what you always are, Ada. Hey. Uh, 30 seconds he's... later, he's done. Short and sweet, just like you love him. No, Wait, no, just what? short. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, um, it's been a new 
DLC stuff that's been announced for Borderlands 2. Um, but if you follow if you follow Pritchford much on Twitter, you know there was there was a little bit of a hubbub about, about them not raising the level cap with their DLCs and, and saying that that wasn't put in the code and whatnot. Well, now it seems just to prove a point, they worked on a new DLC add-on. This will not be part of the season pass. Um, is what's being said, but Which it will bullshit. Sorry. Well, it's going to be a fifth DLC. The season pass is only for four. I know, but I don't want to pay more. I paid a lot. <laughs> but um, this will actually raise the level cap and probably add a new character class to the game as well. This, I think, this is just saying, yeah, we can do it. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> it could um, also be, yeah, let's take the attention off of Colonial Marines and put it back on Borderlands 2. <laughs> also, um, it is rumored that this DLC will be free. Yay! Awesome. I, I'm just happy because I don't want to pay anymore. I paid a lot for Well, I didn't pay a lot. I paid for the season pass, and I'm like, no, I don't want to pay for another DLC on top of the season pass. I need more space in my Xbox right now for more DLC. I do not. <laughs> yeah, I still have a launch 360, so my 20 gig hard drive doesn't go very far anymore. Yeah, special edition. Super fans. Mm-hmm. Lottie fucking da for you. How about you do your news of the week? Uh, Alright. <laughs> <laughs> Don't sound too excited now. <laughs> um, you're going to have to notate when, when I go into super dick mode about this. Are you calling it already? I'm, I've got my notepad. Well, I haven't yet. I'm not calling it yet. I'm just... You're going to have to write it down, but I'm going to go super. You know the rules. I know. Okay, so this week Batman 8 came out. And, uh... Yeah, so spoilers for anyone who hasn't read Batman 8, even though it got spoiled on Monday by the fucking New York Post. I was going to go into that. Thanks. Thanks for that. Dick. (laughs) (laughs) Um... So, Batman Inc. 8 came out on Wednesday, but thanks to the New York Post, everyone knew about it on Monday, which means it was selling out all over the place, which means basically it was done for a cash grab because Batman Inc. 8 is, or Batman Inc. in general is a horrible fucking book. And, alright, I'm going on to super dick mode, like, right now. Warning! Warning! You are now entering Super Dick Mode! What is it, 20 minutes? 16.54. Thank you. (laughs) So, okay, Super Dick Mode time. I am so pissed off that they did this, because number one, Batman Inc. has been a horrible fucking book from the beginning. Sorry, that was my sonic screwdriver, because I'm writing. And... (laughs) sonic vibrator. Shut up! It's my Super Dick Mode. Hey, we can't talk in Super Dick Mode. So, the thing is, is that Batman Inc., instead of just fucking canceling the book like they should have done because nobody fucking buys it, what they do is, what are we going to do? What are we going to do? This book needs to sell. It has Batman on it. We can't fucking cancel it. Oh, let's just kill somebody. It wasn't even a good death. Damien fucking jumped and landed on a sword, and that was how he died. What the fuck is that? Like, I finally just started liking Damien. Because I finally gave him some sort of voice that isn't a whiny little kid. And I'm, like, sitting there like, yay, Damien. Oh, fuck, Damien. What? Why would you jump onto a sword? Like, that was the stupidest fucking death in the world. And it's not even from, like, anybody we know. It's Talia's murder people, whatever they're called, the heretics or something. And, okay, the point is, is the only reason that 
Batman Inc. still exists is because Grant Morrison's name is on it and they think it's going to sell. But now it, now it's going to stay around forever because fucking they killed somebody. So everybody and their uncle bought this book and then are sitting there like, why did I buy this book? Because this book is fucking awful. Which, of course, you know, then you have the, the fact that Morrison isn't even going to be on the book in like two day in two issues or some stupid shit like that. Just fucking cancel the book. Okay, I'm done. I'm sorry. I had a total super dick mode. In you it. mad? Shit. That bo- book was fucking awful. Well, in all fairness, it was really well selling before the New 52. It, before the New 52. And then the New 52 happened, and it stopped selling. Well, part of their problem there is because they waited like six months after New 52 to launch Batman Inc. again. Which I don't understand why they did. I, I'm anti-Batman Inc. to begin with. The whole concept of creating this, this agency of Batman annoys me. Well, um, and that wasn't the part that annoyed me. The fact that it's written really badly annoyed me. Well, it's just never, Grant Morrison being crazy. I've never been a fan of Grant Morrison on the Batman books. I don't think you take your, your, more, your most realistic superhero and then you try and add supernatural elements to it. And mystical I agree crap, there. Which is what but, happened in like, Batman Rest in Peace. But, like, the biggest thing that I had was the fact that they hinted at it, like, during Death of the Family. They kept hinting at it, but they never tied in De- uh, Batman Inc. to Death of the Family, and then all of a sudden, Damien's dead. It makes like, that one panel in Batman 17 all that more poignant when you see Bruce in full Batman costume hug his son because he's so happy to see that he's safe still. But that's what they did, though, is that they, they finally started writing Damien as a real character and not a whiny little child. See, my, my problem with, to me, it comes off more as not Grant Morrison just wanting to close out the arc of his character, but being, I don't want you to play with the toys in my sandbox, so I'm going to fuck it up so much you can't have it anymore. Yeah, well, we know that Damien will come back within, like, a year, and well, cause Morrison be, isn't even going to be on anymore. His grandfather is Raish al Ghul, who, gee, has tons of Lazarus pits. It, yeah. It's not going to be hard to resurrect him. It's it's just gonna be like Damien will be back. It, like I, I did enjoy the mon the the nod to uh, the death of Jason Todd at the end of it, but it was just like I, I've read this book and I got physically angry. I was just like I don't I don't even I was so pissed off. It was just stupid. It wasn't even a good death. I lost my train of thought. Anyways, I don't know. To me, it just. It seemed like it was very rushed in that book. I mean, it was you, like had was, you killed Damian Wayne five years ago, I'd have been really happy because I really I don't really like the character that much to this day. But I just don't like seeing a character go out in an inglorious way like that. Doesn't really make sense based off their skill sets. I don't it know. Just, it, it, the thing is, is like if you're gonna kill off a character, and you're gonna make a big hubbub about it. Fucking do something. Make it worthwhile to for to read. It wasn't even worthwhile to read. It was just kind of like, and he jumped onto his jumped onto this dude's sword, and he died, and that was it. That was the end. What? Yeah, I wasn't a fan, but mm, it's kind of odd. Have you have you seen the covers they're doing for next month? I mean, granted, it's obviously all to tie into that. Some of them are really awesome. Holy crap! Wrong oh, window. Sorry, but, uh, Chris, Chris, you've entered another dimension. What the hell? <laughs> we just entered the fourth dimension, guys. But some of the variant covers and covers are really awesome for what they're doing for the death of Damien. I mean, this one's really cool. I'm trying to find the Greg Capullo one that was just awesome. This one I didn't like, but I won't be able to find it now. But, yeah, they don't have it. There's one that Greg Capullo drew, drew that was just Robin's boots sitting there, and it was very poignant. 
I mean, I like I'm it. sure that they're going to do, like, awesome things in the other books for it, but I really, like, when they said they were going to kill off Damien, I thought it was going to be, like, a good death. Something worth reading. And the thing that killed me was that they totally did it as a cash grab, and they totally did it in, a, like, the worst way possible. It was just a lame death. It wasn't, it wasn't good. If you're going to kill somebody, make it worthwhile. And you're going to make a big news story about it, definitely make it worthwhile. Right. This is the cover that I really like that's going to be on the next Batman book because it's very simple. And for those that are listening to the audio version, it's Greg Capullo's art for Batman 18. It's literally Robin's boots unlaced with a Robin sitting on them just in the cave backdrop. It reminds me a lot of some of the stuff you saw from like the, uh, the World War II artwork and stuff for Fallen Soldiers, things like that. I don't know. I really like that one. You suck, you make me laugh. (laughs) I wish I knew who you suck was, because it's entertaining me. And then this bitch jumped on dick and died. (laughs) It sounds like he forgot a letter there, or a word. Right? Mm, uh, On A. On A would have fixed it. I'm like, there's something (laughs) wrong with that sentence. Ah, that's fun. Yeah, and uh, thank you, Jay, on the Twitter side. He literally just sent me the uh, cover for the book I was looking for, so thanks for sending that for Batman 18 that we just showed you all. I don't know. I'm curious to see what the fallout is because they've made a point of trying to make Damien his own character finally. And it just seems like now when when a lot of people who were holdouts were finally starting to accept it, to pull the rug out from people, it's kind of a dick move. It it wasn't even like the fact that they were going to kill him that bothered me. It was the fact that they made a big news story of it way before it even happened. But see, that's the, that's the rant I've had before that you see with comic books more and more nowadays. If you're a reader and you don't want to be spoiled, most of us have learned on Wednesday, don't go on the internet, don't read a lot of the news headlines and stuff until you read the book. But for them to come out on Monday with a story in the New York Post where they've interviewed Morrison and people at DC and spoil the shit out of the fact that a main character is dying. And not even censor the headline of the story. Well, it's they, fucking irresponsible. Uh, they showed it on. The, I think I don't know if they changed the cover like that day or whatnot, but the cover changed from Batman and Robin standing next to each other fighting mm-hmm. or fighting whatever to a, an R.I.P. for Robin. Well, they because they took the we already knew the cover was modeled after Batman R.I.P. Yeah, I don't. Know. But the fact they spoiled it here. Let me uh, read the headline here. The headline that the New York Post put on Monday is DC killing off Batman's boy wonder Damien in new comic book. <clears throat> Gee, that's kind of a massive spoiler to put in a headline. And when sites like Google News just scrape the headlines to put it in there to show you things, you get kind of pissed when that pops up. And if I was a Batman, like a Batman Inc. Batman fan more so than a Nightwing fan, I'd be really pissed off to find that out. R.I.P. Robin is a pussy. Thank you. You suck. Sorry. They made Damien over badass for I thought in this one. I thought like I really liked that him and Nightwing were like had the the relationship. I always thought that that was a good relationship, and then it was, you know, they kind of overplayed that in this book. You know? So after years of Batman molesting Nightwing, Nightwing gets to molest Batman's son. <laughs> <laughs> I hate you sometimes, Adam. Hey. <laughs> on that on that incredibly cheerful note, uh, unfortunately, guys, I have to leave. I've got a I've got to pick up a shift at work today. All right. Um, well, thanks for popping in. I thought I'd be able to stay on a little longer, but my phone's blowing up over here. So, hey, no um, worries. For anyone in the uh, in the Schaumburg area, if 
you'd like to try some free samples of ice cream, I will be at Bed Bath & Beyond in Schaumburg dishing out Jenny's Splendid Ice Cream. That's my Which one is my shop. favorite ice cream. I know, it's so good. I've got two pints downstairs. What I'm flavors hard. do you have? What's that? What flavors do you have? Because I might want some ice cream. I have got... That's a long way to go cherry, for ice cream. <laughs> brown butter almond brittle, black coffee, uh. dark chocolate, lemon frozen yogurt, salty caramel, and brambleberry crisp. So. I would I would try all of those. True facts. I bought a pint of dark chocolate and a pint of salted caramel, and then mixed them, and it's amazing. <laughs> I'm just gonna go ahead and put the uh, put the um, link to the website in, uh, in the uh, chat room, so you guys can all drool over that while you're trying to podcast. And uh, I will see some of you on Wednesday for recording the first episode of Tabletop Bebop. MBT Dubs, your girlfriend has a present for you from me. Yeah. Yeah, I know she does. <laughs> okay, that could be a good story. Please illuminate us. <laughs> Have a good day, guys. I'll see you later. Bye. <laughs> see you, Ryan. <laughs> I'm so confused now. I want ice cream, damn it. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of snow outside. You can go outside and get some ice cream. We got cream. snow here, too. But I think that wrapped us up for News of the Week. It was only a half hour in. Yeah... Far too efficient this week. I know. Oh well, shit happens. I don't understand. What do we do, guys? Do we do we do do we keep going? We keep talking about other shit. Do we podcast with our penis? Hey, my Twitter dick's bigger than yours. Okay, I'm glad we brought that one back. Yeah. (laughs) All right, so let's talk Iron Man three real quick. You guys have heard that the new Iron Man three trailer is coming out with the showings of Oz this weekend, correct? Yes. And supposedly, early reviews have said it's frigging badass, but I don't know if any of you guys had seen it yet. I'm trying to pull up the picture. They released a new teaser Iron poster Patriot for it. Thing? I'm sorry? The Iron Patriot poster? No, this one's actually new. I'm pulling it up right now. But in this poster, it's Tony Stark with damaged Iron Man armor and, like, a bajillion little Iron Man armors flying around behind him. Yeah, that was spoiled a long time ago. Nude. I don't read spoilers, though. Oh. Uh, yeah, because he was asked uh, something in the, in the movie. They asked him... Um, Want to spoil this? If you, you know, and they asked him like he's on Mark forty eight. They asked him what happened to the other forty seven. He's like, don't ask. <laughs> I just think it's really cool to see that there might be a bunch of Iron Man armors flying around. Um, have you guys read the the Iron Man prequel comics that are coming out at all? I just I see have. that they're on sale. It was only a, it was only a two issue mini series, but it fills in the story of where War Machine was during the Avengers. Um. And why he wasn't in New York. So it was kind of cool from that regard. And then it sets up. At the end, they do a real good job. If You guys have all seen the Iron Man 3 trailer. It makes it look like the Mandarin basically has Tony's number, understands how his armor works. Well, well he is the fucking Mandarin. Right. At the end of the Iron Man tie-in teaser comics to uh, Iron Man 3, they basically reveal that all these um, terrorists have been attacking War Machine to gauge his suit and to scan it and figure out how it works. And at the end, they go, we finally figured it out. So basically, Mandarin knows how to disable the suit, it would appear. Going into Iron Man 3, which is probably why Tony gets his ass kicked in the beginning, it looks like. Oh, it is Mandarin, though, too. That's true. Yeah, according Uh, to Geek Tyrant, they say there's going to be around 40 suits of armor in the movie. Yeah. Oh, wow, this is really cool. They've got those those ones that were in the background. They have them blown up, so let me pull that up real quick. I'm sorry for those guys on audio later. We'll put this in there, but it looks like there are all sorts of different models of Iron Man armor and stuff, too. This is really cool. He takes all his... All his old ones, and he animates them, basically. Yeah, but that's badass. I'm really curious to see how that works. I mean, because he gets you into the Hall of Armor stuff they did a lot of in the Iron Man comics lately. 
That that's, and that's probably you, why they've been in, they've been in the comics lately. That's true. And for those of you guys that are listening to the podcast, just check out the show notes. There'll be a link to where this teaser poster is, and it's massive resolution, so you can blow it up. I still think they're getting closer and closer to rescue. I hope they do it. I don't think they will yet. You got to be careful how many people you put in the suit. Just look at the Batman theory of things. Oh yeah. Because they already this, put Rhodey in. It does seem like they're kind of pushing closer and closer to the rescue arc, though. Well, she's not rescuing the comics anymore either, though, so maybe they'll uh, back off a little bit. Maybe. I don't know. Or retcon it. <laughs> they won't retcon it, I don't think, but... Did they put Black Widow in Iron Man or in Thor? Cause we're she's going to be in Cap 2. Oh, okay. I thought they were going to put her in, in one of those two, not Cap It's going to be in Cap 2 because the, the rumor is they're doing Winter Soldier and... Natasha, based on comic history, was her Winter Soldier's partner at times That's when true. she was a Soviet spy. Basically, they were banging each other. They were actually banging each other. Let's see. Uh, Jay has said in the chat room that that was a pretty awesome poster. He's looking forward to the space suit. Yeah, the space suit could be awesome. That's one of the rumors I heard is that he gets a suit to go into space at the end. And well, after Avengers, it would make sense. Yeah, after almost dying in space. He has to go get Thor. Oh, that's right. He did, they did add him to Guardians, didn't they? That's the rumor. It hasn't been confirmed yet. But So, okay, we've been also talking about um, a lot about Guardians. Now, did they confirm that Thanos is going to be in Guardians, or is he just going to be strictly Avengers? It has not been confirmed. The theory is that Thanos is going to be in Guardians, since the Guardians basically deal with threats on the Thanos level all the time. I but highly doubt that uh, Jay asked, is this going to be the last uh, Robert Downey Jr. Iron Man movie? I'm like, no. I really doubt that he's going to well, turn down. Funny you should mention that. I actually had an article pulled up to talk about next. They did an interview with Robert Downey Jr. in Empire Magazine about whether he wants to return. And, well, of course, he's obviously down for it. He said, let me just read the quote. He goes, let's, sh- let's just say that the only one thing I ever let go of had claw marks in it. There's a little bit of soul reclamation going on. I feel that the first time I played Tony, I did it best. I'm sorry. The affinity with Tony now is, how do you sustain something? I'm not stupid. I like to play ball. I love the company. I love the character and the business side of things. I'm not picky about that either. Basically, he wants to come back. (laughs) Well, you know, he makes quite the dollar off of it, so... Yeah. And then he was asked about the possibility of being replaced. He said it would probably be the best thing in the world for me, you know, ego. But sometimes ego just has to be smashed. Let's see what happens. <laughs> I take the audience very seriously. I feel bad when I see folks doing movies and the audience is like, don't do that anymore. I don't want to overstay my welcome. I appreciate him saying that, too, because, like, Sean Connery overstayed so his welcome much. on Bond. He grew up so much, like, since his drug crazy days. Like, he when he... Back then, he would have just like, yeah, sweet, money. I'm going to go use it on blow. Well, I think part of it's probably he realizes that this, the Iron Man movies brought his career back again. Because when he was cast, a lot of people were going, Robert Downey Jr., what's he done lately? And now look at things. Kiss, like, kiss, bang, bang. Yeah, it's like Robert Downey Jr. starring in. You're like, holy shit, i got to see this then. That means it's going to be good. Yeah, see, I, can't, I can't say that because I've, I've always been a Robert Downey Jr. fan, even yeah. before, like, even with the drug stuff. They're Disney. They can afford to pay him whatever they want. <laughs> but funnily enough, he didn't end up staying on and doing Oz. He was originally supposed to do Oz, and he backed out, and they didn't really care. And I, that would have been awesome. If Although Robert James Jr. Franco does look really cool. Yeah, I, but I, he's I, got... I want to see it. I do, too. But he's got big shoes to fill, because originally it was supposed to be Robert Downey Jr., and then it was supposed to be uh, Johnny Depp, and now it's James Franco. <laughs> well, I know he has some some something with Mila, so... Um, 
Jay's asking for a plan. Will there be a Planet Hulk movie? I think that'd be pretty badass, honestly. Well, I don't know. Funny if they- you should mention that too, because I had a story about that. <laughs> they signed Ruffalo to like what six more movies, right? And there was a rumor that had come out probably about a month and a half ago. I think it was from Latino Review that had said that Marvel was looking at doing Avengers two circled around Planet Hulk. Well, ain't it cool? News has come out and said no, that's not happening. Marvel has no plans to do a Planet Hulk tie-in at this time in their live-action world. Aww. I mean, granted, that could be good things because you could really overdo the CGI and have another Green Lantern movie um, if you do Planet Hulk, but I think if it's done right. Well, the main reason they said, this is what they quote in the story, off, in the story on Screen Crush, is that Marvel believes part of the reason why the Hulk worked well in the Avengers storyline versus the two movies he'd been in before is because of Mark Ruffalo. And the problem with a Planet Hulk-styled storyline is that eliminates the human component of the Hulk. True. That is true. Because that's and that is true. Everyone coming out there is like, man, Ruffalo nailed it. Ruffalo is awesome. And without Ruffalo really getting to do much other than be the body actor for CGI Hulk, I don't know if it's as good. Now, would that also that would eliminate World War Hulk then too? Right. You can't do World War Hulk without doing Planet Hulk. I think. Yeah. You would have to do Planet Hulk to do World War Hulk. And for those what who aren't it, familiar with World War Hulk and Planet Hulk, basically it stemmed from a storyline where a group in the Marvel Universe called the Illuminati, the smarter guys like Reed Richards, Black Bolt, uh, Professor Xavier, and a few others, determined the Hulk was too dangerous to be left on Earth. They tricked him and launched him out on a rocket to another planet where he was enslaved, basically took over the world. The world got blown up. This is a real quick synopsis. And then he came back and was pissed off at everyone that had exiled him and took over the Earth. Um... Now, okay, I, and forgive me for this one. I've never been like a huge like Hulk fan, so I only really knew Planet Hulk and and uh, World War Hulk as the two main storylines. And I know Indestructible Hulk is doing really well right now. I actually need to check that out. Oh, the Mark Wade book. Yeah. Um, what are other Hulk storylines that they could possibly go with? You could start going into the different Hulks. You could go back to uh, what's the guy's name? I mean, name? you could always bring in Red Hulk, I suppose. Don't do Red Thunderbolt. Hulk. Yeah. Um, there was a character named Maestro that was in the Peter David run that was the Hulk from the future, where the Hulk had gone and taken everything over. I think that'd be a really cool story, but I don't know. I, I'm not a big Hulk fan, so I don't know what the right story is to do, but just please don't do Red Hulk, because the Red Hulk annoys the piss out of me in the comics. No, no one likes Thunderbolt. Thunderbolts is actually selling really well no, right now. No, Thunderbolts, the comic is great because it's got Deadpool, but Thunderbolt, the Red Thunderbolt Hulk, Ross. is horrible. Oh, so, okay, this week I was doing a lot of work with Marvel, like, trading cards, because I'm, I'm selling them on eBay. Well, not me, but the store is. And uh, did they just, like, start running out of names for characters? Because there's one guy named The Guy. There's somebody named Sugar Man. Um, did they just, like, start running out of names for characters? I really think uh, Stan Lee had this big wall with random words on it, and he, like, threw handfuls of darts at it and be like, Sugar Man. <laughs> There was skin, husk. I mean, I'm just like, skin and husk could technically, yeah. Okay, anyways, that's my Some of the characters they came up with, they just didn't make sense, especially as you get into, like, the late 90s, late 80s, early 90s. They just started making up random shit and then giving them pockets, and you're like, what the hell are these guys? It was special. It was basically the race to copyright as many superhero names as you could. That's true. Um, Okay, so in the chat room... Uh, Jeanette has said, eventually a, a franchise can't, just can't continue unless it, it's a team. Its team takes a pay cut. You see it with TV more. Plus, Hulk movie. Movie Hulk isn't as sentient yet. I should say articulate. Um, 
That's true. But I think what you might see, they'll want to keep Robert Downey Jr. around because he is one of the main draws on that, let's be honest. They centered the Avengers movie around him, the Iron Man movies everyone goes to see because they like him. And what they start doing is he got a big paycheck, but they also gave him a cut of the box office. So you might start to see more of a shift towards giving him a little less money up front and more of the box office cut in case Uh, something flops. Good old Jack Nicholson contract. Yeah. I don't know. Made stupid money off Joker. They've already said that before, Kevin Feige said before they intend to treat the role of Tony Stark like they do James Bond in the James Bond movies, where it can be recast and the story continues. It's just a matter of when is the right time to do that. Well, they did that technically with Hulk. Right. I did love Edward Norton's Hulk, though, too. I mean, Mark Ruffalo did a great job, but I did love Edward Norton's Hulk. The Hulk's a little easier to redo, though, because the CGI... But yeah, you got the CGI factor, and plus, you know, he can change his appearance technically because he's just, he can dye his hair or whatever. But um, the biggest, with Iron Man, I know he has the suit, and so there's that, but you have to have someone who can pull off the cockiness of Iron Man. and uh, who, who you love for the fact he's a pretentious asshole, basically. Yeah. yeah. He, and has, like, the man-boy element to him, where basically, like, he acts all smart and grown up when he has to, but really he's just like a damaged child, basically. So if if they decided that they were going to recast uh, Tony Stark, who would you recast? Use? Fuck, I have no idea. Robert Downey Jr. Yeah, Robert Downey Jr. <laughs> <laughs> I will time travel back ten years in time and bring back Robert Downey Jr. <laughs> Just don't go too far back because then you'll have a you'll have a very drug addled Robert Downey Jr. It's, it's very it's, it's he just fit the part too well, especially with his own drinking problems. Yeah. I don't know. That is a really good question. I'm trying to think who I would cast as Robert as a uh, Robert as Tony Stark. <laughs> what the hell? Gonna cast someone as Robert Downey Jr. Oh yeah. God. Um, if you the more you think about it, there's there's not another great solution to this. There's not. There's no one there who I could say, yeah, he'd be awesome. There was a rumor at one point. I'm just reading on Google that people were thinking Tom uh, Tom Cruise was going to be Tony Stark. Oh what? God, no! Thank God they didn't do that. That would have been like, and pour hey, one out for my homies. I'm sure that Naki's going to like it when Ryan Reynolds gets to be Tony Stark. Hey man, Ryan Reynolds for everything, especially no. Batman. Especially Batman. So okay, at a table like this, I've been reading Deadpool. It's amazing, isn't it? Uh. I've been. I, I was actually reading like the old school Ed, Deadpool's, not what's. Uh, I, I okay. know had one that just came out, but I just read Merc with a Mouth. Yeah, that was fun. That one was pretty badass. I'm not gonna lie. I had not read it before. I've never really been super into Deadpool, but because of the Adahe's constant chatting of the Deadpool's, I decided I was gonna check it out. So I read Merc with a Mouth today. Or not today, but this week I did read that. A lot of the old Deadpool books are awesome. And then the Cable and Deadpool run they did around the Civil War time frame, that was an awesome book because it was like a good buddy cop comic, basically. I would really suggest those if you get the chance to read them. I will have to check them out. I think this week I'm checking out uh, TMNT because I've heard a lot of good things about it. So I'm going to take on that ongoing. And then uh, I have a lot of books in my pool bin that I just haven't picked up. So I have like the rest of the Borderlands comic. I have Mar- Mara? Mara? Um, Rachel Rising and the Star Wars one that they're doing right now. Okay. All three of those. Star Wars ongoing is really good. 
my pull list is getting probably pretty well backed up because I'm not going to go pick up my comics until I gain employment again. Right. So, you so, might um, want to call your comic shop and let them know. I did. By the way, good luck on Monday. Yeah, yeah. exactly. No, but going back to comics, Star Wars Ongoing, very good book for anyone who hasn't read it. I've been enjoying it a lot. That takes place between Episode 4 and 5. And, uh, yeah. Just the art, really it's very pretty. Yeah, and Alex Ross does the cover work, does the cover art, excuse me, for each of the books, which is mm-hmm. awesome. And Alex Ross might have me going to C2E2, and I might have bagged and boarded copies of Star Wars 1 and 2 being taken to have be signed. Might? Maybe? What? Maybe. I'm Just a probably going to be handing off my stuff to other crew members and being like, hey, do me a favor. Get this signed for me. I'm not going to be there. Bye. I love you. <laughs> this was something cool I saw the other day and I wanted to bring up is that, are you guys familiar with all like the, the Fathom Events things they do at movie theaters where they bring on like one night only shows, things like that? Uh, yeah, I've heard of them. They're going I've to be doing one on April 30th where they're bringing Star Trek The Next Generation, episode, uh, Best of Both Worlds Part 1 and Part 2 HD remastered to the theaters. Well, I'm not going to that. You know why? I hate fanboys. That's going to be an Best of Both Worlds is arguably the two best episodes of Star Trek The Next Generation, and I'm going. <laughs> Apparently there's a YouTube slight delay, at least that's what Jay says. Sorry, Jay. We're trying to be good. We love you. Yeah, it, it might be a delay today. Normally it can be about 10 to 15 seconds. I've seen it go as far as like a minute behind. That's lame. Yeah, it's free. I'm not going to complain. That's true. But April 25th, you can go see the best of both worlds, HD remastered in theaters, and I'm really seriously considering it. Um, I don't... Do they... I know some theaters run their ticket prices up for that, though, and that's that's why I haven't been interested in doing it. Yeah, some do, some don't. I don't know what the prices are going to be, but it, it's Star Trek, and it's in HD, and it's badass, because the Borg, before that got overplayed. So say we all. Which isn't so the same. say we all. We need to... Um, next week, we're having a Battlestar Galactica board game night. And, uh, I still haven't gotten to play the Battlestar board game. I'm kind of really excited for it. It's such a long game. That That's is what one I've heard. Of those. Um, and there's like three expansions for it now too. I think. Yeah, but because of a uh, because of that, we started to talk a lot of Battlestar Galactica this week, and so I will throw this opinion out for you guys: Who was the absolute worst person in Battlestar Galactica? The worst person. Yeah, as in character, not an actor. Okay, as in the character that is just honestly a disgusting person, amoral yes. or whatever. Tom yes. Zarek. See that that was our that was our final choice. We because originally I would have said at the start it wouldn't have been Tom Zarek because after the apocalypse he was trying to do everything he could to unite people and things like that. But then as things started to shift throughout season one, you started to see everything he did was to make himself be a better person. And to put himself ahead of everyone. And the only reason he changed later was because of the occupation. And after that, he turned into a douche again. See, our first, our, our knee-jerk reaction was was Baltar. Yeah, I could understand that one. But Baltar Zer- at the end was not. Yeah, and that's that's where it changed up, was, was Zarek and Baltar switch places. So. You could honestly say that part one of Battlestar's main themes is the redemption of Gaius Baltar. Yeah, and then um, Adahe, did you watch... 
don't think he's seen it. Okay. But the best fucking character is Admiral Adama. Um, we we were all talking about. So I have a, I have this problem with Battlestar Galactica, and I love the series. But what if somebody just had a twin sister or a twin brother? Who? What? What? Like, if somebody was identical twins, would they be automatically killed for being a Cylon? Well, I think your chances are pretty small when your entire uh, care when your entire population is about fifty thousand people. Right, but you wouldn't have known, right? Yeah, potentially. I mean, I mean there the, the fifty thousand people. There's chances are there's going to be a set of twins in there. Yeah, that's possible. So, would have you just would everybody just die? Like, would they just kill them because they're like, hey, there's two of those ones, kill them. That has always been like my biggest problem with. I'm assuming that would have happened, but it never did. <laughs> well. Why? Like, what if they seriously just thought they were twins and they were Cylons and they didn't know? it wasn't in the script. (laughs) (laughs) No, it's a good point. I've never actually thought about it myself before, but I imagine it would have caused complications, especially later on once everyone knew there were multiple copies of Cylons. Especially during the final five issue, when they're like, who are the final five? Oh, shit. So you're saying since, since Chris and Ryan kind of look alike, one of them is a Cylon, so we should kill one. Well, if you've seen Battlestar Galactica, technically we're all part Cylon. I choose to ignore that part. <laughs> I'm just saying. Uh, Jay's brought up a question in the chat room, not to take us off Battlestar, he goes, but how do you guys feel about Gail Simone doing Red Sonja in July? I... I've always thought of that book as a booby book, so I've never actually read it. <laughs> Isn't the uh, wasn't there like a movie for that that got canceled? Probably. I think there was a movie at one point too, like a real shitty one in the eighties. Well, no, oh, that was awesome! It had Arnold in it. Shut your mouth. <laughs> you shut your whore mouth. <laughs> you shut your whore mouth. No, they were going they were going to remake a new Red Sonja movie with the one of the chicks from Charmed. Um, Rose McGowan. Yeah, I vaguely remember something about that now, and then funding or whatever fell through. Yeah. But I don't know. I never really got into the books. So. Yeah, it always just looked like a, one of the booby books, kind of like how Vampirella Nutblood looks like that to me. Nutblood? It's supposed to be New Blood, but when I was bagging it this week, it looked like it said Nutbug, Nutblood, and I'm like, that's really gross. And then I read it again, I'm like, oh, I like Nutblood better. Made me think of that old, horrible vampire movie from, like, the 80s or 90s where the the vampire would try to sex him up a little bit because she needed virgin blood, so she'd look for virgins and she'd suck the blood from right, like right next to their nuts. Nut blood. You. Okay, so we have some comments in, in the chat room. That's an awesome theory that Jeanette's putting forward in the chat room. Yeah. Uh the thing the character addressed, uh, there were no twins ever in the 12 colonies. It's not a factor in their biology. We have twinning since we're Cylon descendants. I think that's more of a we need to save our ass, but it works. But it, now it's a cool theory. Oh, Chris says it's now that's a cool theory. Yeah, that's <laughs> Shut up, really Chris. Because cool <laughs> I don't remember them ever mentioning anything about twins, though, before in the Battlestar series. But yeah, I didn't think they had a twin brother or twin sister or anything like that. Well, I I don't think it was anything it was ever really brought up, but it, like that was something that always like was in my head. Like, what if they just were born with a twin a, a, with a twin brother? Would they be automatically Cylons? <laughs> I like to pretend that we could put a lot of these in the same world because Star Wars is a galaxy a long time ago in a galaxy far, far away. So that takes place before Battlestar, which then takes place before Star Trek, and they're all one world. 
How about that for a mind fuck? My brain. Uh, Jay says, I think Gail Simone... Let me try that again. I think Gail Simone will bring new life to Red Sonia, maybe bring Dynamite and some new fans. Which I think so, that, too. That, that, you know what? Honestly, I've never been interested in Red Sonia until Gail Simone said she was writing it. And was this deal something that came about when she got fired from DC? Yeah, I think That's so. That's what I'm assuming, because I don't think she had a non-compete in place when that went through. I don't know whether they put her on one again when she got signed back on. You could have Galactica find any Earth, and it would be fabulous. No, I don't know about you guys. I was hoping Galactica came to modern Earth when the series ended, and it just ended with them finding modern Earth. And that right. And then we could all hug and be friends. And have No, no. Friends. I want them to leave it ambiguous what happens from there, whether humanity accepts them or whatnot. But they find Earth, and what you see them is they come right up upon like the International Space Station in orbit, and they're like, what the hell? And that's how it ended. I probably would have been more, even more interested in the ending then. I mean, granted, <laughs> the ending did make me cry at one point, but then you, you have the, the space angel, and you have the horrid ending of we're all Cylons. And, the yeah. problem with that ending is they had to try and find a way to meet everyone's expectations. And everyone, especially myself, had so overhyped how this was going to end in their own head. I think regardless of what they did, it wasn't going to match up. Oh, I completely agree. And I, I feel like that they had that with Lost, too. But I didn't understand why they turned Starbuck into a space angel. And I don't understand what the point of tacking on the fact that we're all Cylons, you know, had to do with anything. I no, didn't so want... they could get preachy at the end. Yeah, pretty it much. Was technology was... preachy. And that was pretty much the only thing, and I didn't like that. So, but uh, I did. I liked Battlestar Galactica's ending more than I liked Lost's ending. I think a lot of finales find it hard to live up to all the hype that got behind it, and one that surprisingly did, at least in my book, is the Smallville series finale. It actually did everything I thought it needed to do in its book. My only complaint was you didn't get enough of them in the suit. Um, it was awesome. Yeah, but now they're retconning all of Smallville to make the new Man of Steel movie. No, no, no. Smallville always existed in its own universe. It wasn't tied into proper DC canon, which is fine. I mean, they're continuing it so that, so that it's a comic book, which is awesome. I love this you suck guy in the chat room. <laughs> he said, sorry, you guys are so fucking boring, I fell to fucking sleep. <laughs> I don't know why that's so funny either. It should make me feel sad, but I don't care. Everyone has a bad show once in a while. Obviously, you need more talk of dicks. And balls and dick butts and I don't know what else. So sorry we, sorry we put you to sleep, you suck, but on the plus side, at least you got some Z's out of it. Okay. See? There's a We're silver lining can, to everything. We can give everybody some naps. I could use a nap. Yeah, nap sounds great. Right? We could just end the show early and be like, nap time, fuckers. Peace out. Maybe we will end a little early today. I'm down for that. <laughs> <laughs> Naki totally wants my dick, according to you, Zuck. Um, Congrats, Naki. I, I totally want the D. It's cool. <laughs> May your first child be a masculine one. <laughs> <laughs> the D thing is just funny because... Um, Oh, we were at a, uh, a friend of mine works at a gas station, and uh, their assistant manager came over, and his coworker came up behind her. It's like uh, I think her name was like Amelia or something. It's like, do you want the D? And she turned around. She's like, what did you just say to me? Like, what I asked if you wanted some D, and he hand her some Sunny D. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> 
So we've talked about before, we had our own concerns about Man of Steel. Well, evidently, there's already been some screenings held of it for different executives, and it started to leak out a lot of opinions on it. And there was a story over at Joe Blow about what has come out, and here's a couple of the, the facts that people brought up when they were talking about the screening of it without getting spoilery. They said, imagine a Nolan story with Snyder effects and action. They said it's the best movie of the year, in their opinion. There's tons of action with Superman kicking all kinds of ass in the suit. The cape is CGI most of the time. They have intentionally left most of the super action out of the trailers to save it. It's not nearly as dour as the trailers suggest. And the movie is done minus the 3D conversion right now. Why are they doing a 3D conversion? Because everybody wants 3D now. Why would you CGI a cape? Wouldn't it be easier just to be like... Just cut out a piece of cloth and but tie it, to, it could be your issue about how the cape drapes and stuff when you're trying to do some of the action shots. It's probably a pain in the ass. Yeah, I mean that I kind of understand it. That I understand for continuity reasons, but at the same time, it's kind of like that's lame. Just get over it. Suck it up. Learn how to do some continuity. It's all good. I, I'm not gonna complain if if it turns out making it look good. That's fine. I mean, I didn't really care one way or another about Man of Steel. I. Still really don't care that much, but I'll go see it. And if the early buzz is an indication, it's actually a good movie, which is good. <laughs> Someone can take me to see it. Oh, wait, what does it say now? I'm sure Naki you suck will take probably you. totally do anal, according to you, Suck. What the fuck is that guy? I don't, uh, like, I totally thought it was you, Adde. I'm not even gonna lie. I did too. <laughs> what? I totally thought it was Adde. I think we got our first chat room troll, and I'm kind of proud. This guy's a genius, though. You suck, you should probably be here every week while we do this. <laughs> yeah, come back anytime. We don't mind getting trolled. <laughs> we welcome trolls with open arms here. Damn. Jay, Jay says, Man of Steel will rule. I only hope it's not overhyped that ruined The Dark Knight Rises for a lot of people. The Dark Knight Rises wasn't ruined for me by overhype. The Dark Knight Rises for me by The Dark Knight Rises. <laughs> yeah. No, The Dark Knight Rises had the same issue a lot of things do. It got really overhyped by people, and people had crazy expectations. And it is not as good as The Dark Knight, but it is still a good movie. It, it is good, but there's just so much about it that I make fun of. I, I, like, as long as I don't think about it, I really enjoy The Dark Knight Rises. But if I think about it, then I get angry and I don't like it anymore. The Dark Knight Rises would probably do anal, too. <laughs> you guys... drink my juice. <laughs> I forgot what I was going to say now because that made me laugh. <laughs> um, we should probably play a game. You want to play a game? Yeah, let's play a game. Let's play a game. All right, I'm marking it down. One hour. Game. 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 All right, we're going to play Kill Bang Mary. Hooray! Um, I, I already lost what I did for Kill Bang Mary. There we go. <laughs> we're doing great today. I know. This is our best show ever, guys. So... We're going to play the Naki Does Anal game, apparently, according to you, Suck. That wouldn't be a game. That would be porn. Yeah. And oh, we I, can't do that on YouTube. There's that, and I want um, some... some. Uh, I'm scared some, of where this is going. A little bit of cash out of that one. If I'm, gonna put, <laughs> so if I'm a, putting my butt up on the internet, you guys want... I want so you're money. a hooker now. 
I am a total hooker for money. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> oh, shit. That needs to go in the opening. <laughs> That's at 5751. <laughs> oh, God. What am I saying? I'm so tired. Um, shit. I already forgot what we're doing. Kill Bang Kill Mary. Mary. Jeanette says in the, because uh, you suck said, let's play Naki does anal. Jeanette says, sort of, but we call it Kill Bang Mary. That's about right. I guess you could make it death by anal. As we're, it's death by snoo snoo. Well, we never said what kind this. of snoo snoo. As we're talking about all this, Naki, he's putting her vibrator on the screen. <laughs> it is not a vibrator, it's a sonic screwdriver, and you all suck. I'm sure things with sonics vibrate. It doesn't vibrate, it just makes noise. It sounds like a vibrator. <laughs> this is the greatest bad show ever we've done. Uh, now I forgot what I was going to say. Kill Bang Mary, round okay. one. Round Ready, one. fight. Thanks to... <laughs> thanks to a new podcast that Chris might happen to be on that has to do with The Walking Dead. This is your point where you're supposed to plug. You can go listen to WTD uh, uh, Radio Free Woodbury wow. over walkingthewalkingdead.com. I had a brain fart. That is a long URL. Can you remember what show you're on? I, but anyways. Right now I'm on uh, this is uh, Fanboy Buzz at fanboybuzz.com, isn't it? Yes. Yes, it is. <laughs> um... So this week's the first round of Kill Bang Mary is thanks to uh, this Radio Free Woodbury show that happens to have this uh, Chris guy on it. He's a real um, douchebag. We're going to have uh, round one be Rick, Glenn, or Daryl. I'm doing this from the show side, obviously, because Daryl is involved and Daryl is not in the actual comic book. So Kill Bang Mary, Rick, Glenn, or Daryl, go at a. Why am I first? Because I said so. Um, because I thought you were you suck. <laughs> <laughs> Why is it I? Uh, I'm not that much of a douche. I wouldn't troll my own show. That takes effort. Um, <laughs> now you just troll me with a soundboard throughout our own show. Yeah, that, that's because that doesn't take effort. Okay. Okay. Good point. <laughs> let's, let's be honest here. Um, anyone who says that they're not gonna like marry Daryl is lying. Cause you said Daryl in there, right? Yeah, yeah Daryl, right? Glenn, or Rick. Yeah, so you're gonna you're gonna kill Rick because he's kind of a worthless ass. Because he's not Daryl. <laughs> he's just Daryl Light. Um, you're going to bang Glenn and marry Daryl. Because, yeah. Cause maybe you'll get a threesome with the farmer's daughter or something. I don't know. I hadn't thought of it that way. That's a good plan, Matt, eh? Boom. I was originally going to kill Glenn because I think he's a whiny bitch a lot of the time. But if there's a potential to get the farmer's daughter involved, I guess i bang him. And then I'll kill Rick because he's going crazy anyways. And I'll marry Daryl because everyone's going to marry Daryl. What the hell? Um, my choice was to save Glenn, but not because of the farmer's daughter. was because uh, uh, he is actually kind of useful and is really good at getting stuff together, like... He was really good at growing, going into Atlanta and getting stuff. So, we're what are these that. real reasons you're using? Um, I was actually like, well, I was originally going to kill Glenn because he looks like my cousin, and that's just weird. So, yeah, I'm, I'm still going to kill Glenn. Yeah, sorry, Glenn's going to die. That's only slightly awkward. 
Glenn's gonna die. Rick's Rick's gonna get banged, and I'm gonna marry Daryl. You like the crazy? Uh, crazy means good in bed. Crazy in the head, crazy in the bed. I've lived that. I've known that philosophy. It's true. Uh, you suck. Apparently, thinks that I'm a whore now. So that's awesome. <laughs> got me. You have to pay a buck ninety nine a minute to watch a whore play with a vibrator. Uh, <laughs> I don't know how to get back on track. <laughs> I don't. I don't know how to respond to that. We need to get you either. as a guest host. Um. All right. Let's. And let's Jeanette has said Daryl's harem because evidently we're all marrying Daryl. Yeah. I like being called a whore. I'm okay with the rest of this stuff. But I don't like being called a whore. Anyways, back to the. Did you uh, call yourself a whore a few minutes ago? I called myself a hooker. Difference. Okay. Um. Hooker means I got a job. The whore does too. Eh, whatever. Anyways, round two: Mario, Luigi, or Princess Peach. Kill, bang, Mary. Oh, it's gotta Go. be Luigi. You kill. He's a bitch. <laughs> Go, Chris. <laughs> kill Luigi. He's a bitch. Uh, Mary, Princess Peach. She got money, and I guess she got bang Mario. And then, uh, oh. Jay gave us an answer. Jay says Glenn would stay. Rick is the leader. Benefits Daryl would be killed. Would get killed. Be got family issues. I think he said me. It was supposed to be he got family issues. Yeah, I think so. Um. Yeah, that's true. He does have the brother. That brother is something special. Right? Merle is a little crazy. A little bit. A little crazy. Should be interesting how that goes tonight. Um, but apparently he believes in the, uh, the good book. At least that's what they call it. Alright, so did you answer Kill Bang Mary? Because I only kind of paid attention to you. <laughs> yes, I did. <laughs> Adahe, Kill Bang Mary. See, the problem with the whole Princess Peach thing is after years of being kidnapped and raped by Bowser, that's gotta basically be a giant fucking hole. Um, so I've never considered like, that factor. Is it like tossing a hot dog down a hallway? It'd be like tossing a hot dog down the interstate. <laughs> it's just like, think about, think about that. Just, and, and so with that, you, it's best just to go the homosexual route and I'll, uh, I'll, I'll I'll kill Peach and put her out of her misery. Um, I'll, I'll just bang up Luigi and marry Mario. Because, you know, since he's like the Peach, uh, Peach's bitch, he has Peach's money, too. Especially That's true. That is true. So, yeah, I'm pretty much on the same train as, as Adahe here. Is kill Peach, get bang Luigi, marry Mario. Then probably kill him too. Not, not to mention, if you marry Peach, you're gonna have to save that bitch's ass every week. Nah, man, you just let her get killed, and then you inherit all the money when she dies. Unless there's a prenup. Jay says, "Marry Peach just because Mario or Luigi is either way. Mustaches work. Mustache ride. <laughs> Who wants one? No. Oh, good. Um. Okay. Round three is Link, Zelda, or Ganon." Oh, the troll left. Oh, no. Oh, Probably because okay. I didn't like being called a whore. 
Yeah, I didn't usually, even ban him. Usually, if, some, if you don't like something, that kind of makes trolls go harder. I know. But yeah, I just, I'm, I'm kind of surprised we got our first troll. I mean, it was funny for most of the time until the very end. <laughs> that last one was was it was a little much. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of what trolls do, though. They find That's their true. thing and then they got bored. Anyway, who are we, who are we killing? Link, Zelda, and Ganon. That's kind of an easy one. All right, then you go first. Ooh. You, kill, you kill Ganon because, well, he's a douche. Um, you're going to bang Link because he's basically a bitch anyways. He doesn't um, talk either, so you don't have to worry. Exactly. <laughs> he won't and, talk back. And you go the Mary Zelda route because you can inherit her money. See, I was going to kill Zelda by Snoo Snoo. Acceptable. Uh, which counts as my bang. So I was just going to kill Ganon. She can kill you. Well, see, I was going to just kill Ganon, uh, bang Zelda until it was death by Snoo Snoo, and then marry Link, because he doesn't fucking talk. It'll be great. But he has Navi. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's, all, that's kind The of entire time you'd be banging him, you'd be hearing, listen! Hey, listen! <laughs> He'd be like, fuck you! <laughs> Technically, you only have to have sex with them once to consummate the marriage. <laughs> there was this horrible, horrible like picture I saw on the internet, and it had uh, what? Adahe Na- found a horrible picture on the internet. I'm shocked. <laughs> it had Navi laying there dead, and it had a piece of paper. It says, "Why wouldn't you listen, Navi?" <laughs> <laughs> oh, 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 oh. <laughs> I hate myself a little bit now. <laughs> I'm going to go cry. So, <laughs> I guess I need to play this game, too. Yep. Um, I'm going to kill Ganon because, yeah, he's a douchebag. All three of these guys have Triforces. I wonder if I can steal them. Steal. So if I kill Ganon, I can steal his Triforce. If I... I guess I would uh, bang Link and then kill him when I'm done and steal his Triforce and then marry Zelda and just get her kidnapped and steal her Triforce. Then I unite the Triforce and take over the realm. Ta-da! Yeah, if I could actually make a noise that sounded like the opening of the treasure chest sound or something from Legend yeah, of Zelda, I would totally do it right now. Trying to think of the treasure chest noise and I can't do it. Uh. There we go. Uh, there we go. Adahe did a sound without the soundboard. I'm impressed. <laughs> I just set it up. I'm going to get trolled by a soundboard, aren't I? Yep. Fuck. All right. Um, so back to back to things to discuss. Or we could just call it a short show. I don't even know. Let's do a, let's do a couple. Let's discuss one or two more things. We'll wrap about a half hour early today because I'm sure all those you guys are watching live can tell we're struggling for some reason. <laughs> I think we're all just too tired and hungover and tired. <laughs> and so those of you guys that are watching live, I'm sorry. We'll clean it up some in the post production, but this has been a little bit of a rougher show for us for some reason. I think this week was just like crazy because. None of us were really we like this past week. All of us were really kind of crazy, and we really didn't get a chance to get the show together. I've kind of forgotten what sleep is this week. I have not had time. I seriously have not had time to sleep. So well, let's talk a couple more stories real quick. I'll do, I want to do one talking Kevin Smith, and we'll pop into gaming, and we'll wrap up. And excuse me, probably about twenty twenty five minutes. I'm guessing. Did you guys see that uh, there is a new Kevin Smith movie coming out, an animated film that's going to be a hard-rated R entitled Jan Silent Bob's Super Groovy Cartoon Movie? Yeah, I saw that. Did anyone watch the trailer for it? No. It, 
I don't know if I'm going to like it. I'll probably watch it when it comes on Netflix or something, because basically it's an animated film where the premise is they win the lottery and they truly do become Blunt Man and Chronic. But there, there was a line in there that I really liked. I wanted to bring up because it was appropriate for this show. They're, they're, as they're teasing it, they go, the worst thing to happen to superhero movies since Ryan Reynolds is Green Lantern. <laughs> <laughs> now, Adahay's found Navi porn. I'm scared. Great. <laughs> Apparently, Navi doesn't do anal. <laughs> <laughs> you just threw me way off target. I don't know what I'm doing now. I don't remember what's happening. I'm just going to lay down. And hey, you put this one in there. Do you want to talk about the fact that Saints Row the Four has a possible release date coming up? Uh, it's rumored at the moment, but um, it seems that they're looking for a summer twenty. Ah, I forgot. I think it was uh, August twenty thirteen. Yeah, August twenty thirteen release date. Yeah, I had to pull it back up. Um, release date for Saints Row Four, whatever the new publishing company is that got it. Um, they, we we already knew the game was largely already finished um, right. by a THQ, so it's basically just wrapping it up. Um, it was Saints Row the Four was originally supposed to be a DLC for Saints Row Three, but it kept growing and growing to the point that they said we'll just make a new game. So it's basically Saints Row Four Enter the Dominatrix. So it's it's basically what the Halo what Bungie did with Halo Three ODST is that they were going to do DLC and then turn it into a game. So it's probably a short game or a long DLC is the best way to look at it. It's supposed to be a fairly long DLC. The re- oh, that's when they, awesome. When they went to make it a game, they, they had already had it over like 20 additional hours of gameplay. Right. According to this, the new company is called Deep Silver, and they were tweeting their one of their members of their company said, Dear Media, you're going to want to be at PAX East this year. If not, you're going to be missing out on something huge. I don't know. It could be interesting. That puts them pretty close to GTA Five, though, doesn't it? Coming out at the same time. It'll probably sell better than GTA 5. It probably will, because people have enjoyed the off-the-wall hilarity of Saints Row. And um, GTA, GTA the last 5, GTA was boring. And it's not coming to PC. Is it not? I thought that was to be determined, but if it's not coming to PC, yeah, then there's going to be a lot more people playing Saints Row the third, I think. Yep. Um, Jay asks in the chat room what we think of... Uh, Arkham game, the new Batman Arkham game, which uh, Rocksteady will not be a part of. I don't and know enough about it to have an opinion. If they basically just steal everything that was done in the last two Batman games and just build on it, I don't see how you can really fail, though. That's true, but you you know, there's so much you can do with Batman, thanks to him having nine billion years of, of back history. Until the new 52. Until the new 52, where they completely wiped it out. But, I mean... You could do a lot with it. It'll be interesting to see what they do. Um, if they're going to continue on with the uh, Harley Quinn reveal from the uh, Harley's Revenge DLC. So. The way I'd heard it before, well, this was when Rocksteady was originally going to do it. They wanted to go and do a Silver Age Batman story, but since they're not doing it now, I don't think anything's been decided on storyline. That's the thing they need to make sure they have, though, because Rocksteady was smart. They had a really good story to go with good gameplay. If you get a game that has a shitty story, it's not going to be near as fun. Yeah. Oh, I completely agree. Um, that's why I, I have a hard time finishing Mass Effect. What? Uh, um, Jay, Jay has said uh, Saints Row is cooler. I hate I hated GTA 4, that silly Russian dude. I can't get into the GTA games. I, I hated walking wrong. around and getting, Hey, cousin, let's go do something. I was like, leave me alone. Oh, God. Ada has found a mashup of Batman and Navi. <laughs> that probably makes the Batman very angry. 
<laughs> like the things you find when you search for a picture. It's like, really? Why do these things exist? Because why not? Because Google loves you. Well, I think we entitled an episode called Don't Google That Shit. Because <laughs> we were scared of the things that came up when we Google. That should be a game sometime. Is just everyone give someone a term to Google and find out who finds the worst thing on page one. Midget. Oh, God. Hey. Hey, hey, guys, guess what? You just w- witnessed the birth of the new game on ATGN. Yeah, but since we stream on YouTube, we got to make it uh, relatively safe for work and non-pornographic. Yeah, that's true. So I guess you have to have safe search to moderate to do it, and where's the fun in that, then? Shave bears. Do it. No. <laughs> um, Jay has said he heard the new company was going to do a Silver Age story but introduce the Justice League. That could be kind of cool. That could be cool, but then again... <sighs> Whenever they keep trying, they keep trying to do Justice League games, and they're not good. Except for Lego Batman Two, that was basically a Justice League game. And it was badass. Yeah, well, Lego has its own awesomeness. That's that's one thing, but it's they they keep trying with Justice League games, and they should really stop trying with Justice League games. <laughs> so I don't know how I feel about that, but. I like Batman. I'll play. I'll play Batman games. These were the years. first good Batman games we had in ages that Rocksteady did with Arkham City and Arkham Asylum. So, whoever comes in's got big shoes to fill because pretty much every game before that sucked balls. I'm not wrong. <laughs> it's true. Uh, Jeanette asks, "Why do you think we never go back to the golden age? Everybody likes punching, not loves punching Nazis. It's not wrong I'm there, too." And then Superman would spank Lois Lane occasionally, too, and say, Papa Spank. Oh. I'm serious. And now I'm sad inside. Now I'm going to find that picture. Now I'm just sad inside. That's uh, what happens when people listen to ATGN sometimes. That's true. Yes, there's also one from Golden Age Batman where... Um, he says, quote, he's rubbing make-off off this woman's face. She says, let go of me. And he goes, quiet or Papa Spank. <laughs> well, then. <laughs> well, this has been very... This that's, is why, a... that's why we don't go back to the golden age very much, because some of that is, uh, yeah. <laughs> Jeanette says, Wonder Woman in chains, Batman tossing criminals off of buildings. Wonder Woman was all about bondage to begin with. I mean, because they were always putting her in chains and talking about how to depower her and stuff. It was uh, it was odd. I feel like this episode has been like the death of women's rights everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> You're the one who brought a vibrator onto the show. It's not a vibrator. It's a sonic screwdriver. A sonic vibrator. <laughs> what kind of screw are you going to drive with that? Aww. <laughs> I'm sorry, that was inappropriate. <laughs> I quit this show. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go get paid to be a podcaster, guys. Good luck with that. I already got offers. Fuck you. <laughs> oh shit! Let's do one more story before we wrap up. Um, there is a rumor that the next Xbox is going to actually limit used gaming sales by playing watermarked discs. This comes from the president at Edios, saying the desks have to be verified online and they're locked to your console. Uh, we knew that was coming. I mean, they've been talking about something, trying to get rid of the used game market for a while. Well, so does that mean we, we won't get any, like, games that we have already have? 
Um, I think you should play all your old stuff. It's going to be more of a matter of the new things, is that once you put that into your Xbox, it's locked to your device, which I'm kind of surprised that if the other two gamers game companies aren't doing it, that Microsoft's going to jump on it first here, because there's going to be a lot of uh, anger. As a PC but, gamer, when you guys get butthurt about not, uh, used games, I laugh. Well, it's not so much the used game thing. I borrow games. Like, I go and I rent video games before I buy them. Right, and if you're Gamefly, this scares the shit out of you right now. Yeah. I mean, it's not even the used game thing, because I don't, firm- like, used games are nice because I'm poor, but, like, I don't firmly believe in buying them. Like, but I really do rent games before I buy them, because I don't, if I'm going to invest $60 into a game, I want to know that I'm going to like it first. They'll, they'll probably offer some sort of special type of disc to Gamefly and whatnot, where that they'll be able to get around this, because Gamefly actually has some PC titles now, where you download them and you can play them as long as you have yeah, games. I've seen they were doing that. They're all horrible. Well, yeah, go figure. It's hard to compete with Steam. I don't know. I, I kind of think this is just a rumor that he's spitting out because if if Sony and Nintendo don't do it, I don't think Microsoft's going to do it. They don't want to go. They don't want to make this leap by themselves. Yeah, it's very true. Because then you got a bunch of Xbox fanboys like, "Fuck this! I'm getting a PlayStation." Then mm-hmm. this is they're not getting Wii U's. Oh, they could get Wii U's. What are they going to play? <laughs> Mario. And Mass Effect 3. And Arkham City, even though and, those have been out forever. And Aliens, Colonial Marines. <laughs> I can't keep a straight face when you say that. <laughs> Dude, that game was so bad. I still haven't played it. I don't even want to. I've been I'm lucky scared. enough not to. I'm so scared, too. Because, like, I fucking love Aliens. It is the first real sci-fi horror series that I got into. And that just makes me sad inside. I really wanted it to be good. Sad face. Yeah, I I don't know. I'm not a big Aliens fan, so I really wasn't too excited about it. But the fact that everyone hates it so much means there's got to be something not right. Well, I guess it's like people people t- who are have played it who are not gamers think that it's fun, but people who play it who are gamers are like, dude, this is every other FPS that exists. So I have to bring this up because uh, Jess's mom took us to see Jack and the Giant Slayer yesterday, which actually isn't a horrible movie, not the greatest movie ever, but it's not horrible. And during the previews, there was the host, the new uh, Stephanie Myers movie based on one of her books. So the question is... Twilight? Will this be a better love story than Twilight? Isn't it about aliens it's and about aliens. love stories? Yes. yes. <laughs> so is it alien be, sex. So basically, which which of her books is going to be the better love story? Because they both, they both look pretty horrible. I'm sorry, Django Unchained was a better love story than Twilight. <laughs> I felt bad when the German dude died. I, I know, right? I did too. I love that guy. He's that badass. Nice guy. I think he got an Oscar for that too. Did he win? I knew he was nominated. I can't remember. If he... Yeah, I think he did win. He did win yeah. Christoph Waltz, I think, is his name. Yes. Yeah. I love him. He, he was, was awesome my... in Inglorious Bastards. Yeah, too. he was my favorite in Inglorious Bastards. He's so adorable. He's got the. He's... Yeah, I love him. I, I was fine with all the Oscars except for they did not give one to Hugh Jackman for fucking uh, Les Mis. It's like you, <laughs> you bastard. Fuck, fuck Lincoln. <laughs> Jay says ATGN is a better love story than Twilight. Yeah, we are. Fuck you guys. I hate the, you all. The love story between Naki and you suck. 
Uh, I seriously did think it was you. <laughs> so did I, Anna. <laughs> Is that bad? We both thought it was you. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> that's just that's just bullshit. I thought it was you up until about halfway through what the things he was saying. I was like, maybe it's not Anna because yeah, I thought once... you put a name in there that says you suck and just put random comments occasionally. <laughs> Yeah, that was my thoughts. It's like, that would totally be something Adahe would do. Until it started getting, like, more on the personal side. So I was like, oh, never mind. That's not Yeah, Adahe never mind. Anymore. I don't think that's oh, Adahe. So he, he passed the Adahe dick threshold, is what you're saying? Like he, yes. He went above <laughs> and beyond. God. He has surpassed you on dickishness. This is unacceptable. Are you going to retain your crown somehow? <laughs> <laughs> Next week's going to be rough as Adahe's coming in there and troll everyone hard. Who's our guest host next week? I think it's actually Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> he's, not, he's no longer a guest host he's just going to become the permanent fourth host he's just our permanent fill in <laughs> um, next week our guest host is yeah oh no next week is Anthony ha ha after his Emerald City Comic Con adventure because he's there yeah. this week so is uh, Josh from over at Points of Interest podcast and they high fived I was so excited I saw they got a good. Uh, Josh got a good picture with Deadpool and I, how do you put it? He was wearing a Deadpool t-shirt, so the guy in the Deadpool costume came up and kissed his t-shirt. Nice. <laughs> That's the correct thing to do. <laughs> if, if you're going to cosplay Deadpool, you really have to do it correctly. And like, uh, D-Pity? I like yeah, D-Pity. D-Pity is, is the man. He really is. And chimichangas. I want, now I want chimichangas. Mm, and the, the professional dude that they hired for the... Uh, was it the Comic-Con where they announced the Deadpool game? Yep. That dude was spot on. Yeah, Mike that drop. was hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> I would love to do a mic drop one day, but I'm not dropping my mic. <laughs> I'd break Maybe my when, foot. I was going to say, when you buy a new mic, that's when you mic drop. <laughs> this thing's heavy, though. It would break a limb. <laughs> well, don't drop it on your foot, idiot. I'm <laughs> accident-prone is the problem. <laughs> drop it next to you. Bam. I can mic drop right now, see? Now we can talk shit. I mean, what? Ass. <laughs> well, since we're uh, we're struggling today, let's wrap things up a little early. <laughs> and we're going to do our regular bit we close out with, which we call What I'm Into. And this is our chance to basically tell you what we've been reading, gaming, playing, watching, or whatever, and maybe convince you guys to check it out also. Because some of us like some cool stuff, some of us like some stuff that we don't think is cool but still watch for some reason. <laughs> like when I watched The Cape through nine episodes. Oh, yes, and I still give you shit for it. Yeah. So, how about yourself, Ada? Hey, what are you into this week? Uh, you know, stuff and junk and junk and stuff. Um, looking for a job. Um, Hire the Ada, hey. Sorry. Should, because I am awesome. Um, He's something, all right. Apparently, at some point, there's there's going to be like an ATGN porno called Naki Does Anal. Hey, uh, I need money. <laughs> God, I'm going to hell. <laughs> Don't say things like that on the internet, because they'll never go away. <laughs> uh, Jeanette has said in the chat room, the cape was such a missed opportunity. That's why I kept watching it, because I thought it might turn into something, and I could it- not. Tried so hard and Listen. failed even harder. <laughs> what does it say? It's kind really? Of hard, <laughs> really? That took thirty seconds. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ! I'm starting to think you might be used to get out of here. <laughs> no, 
I went I went and made this just now. This is really it's a place called Cooltex. I went and made this just because I'm trying to regain my dick level back. <laughs> That's what Ad Hayes getting into. He's going to uh to be plotting his method to resume his dickish levels. Jeanette's boss is watching and wants me to send my resume. Oh god. <laughs> We're sorry, Jeanette's boss. We're not this bad normally. Oh, God. This is the greatest show ever. You're not or Jeanette's trolling us. I'm not sure which, but I love it. Oh, God, oh, God, oh, God. (laughs) Oh, shit. So, I'll go next. What I've been into is I've picked up a bunch of comics and have read none of them yet, but I really need to. I... Did actually see Silver Linings Playbook yesterday. It's actually a really good movie. Strongly recommend seeing it. I can kind of tell why I got a Oscar consideration now. Uh, I've been told uh, I need to see it. That too. Yeah. Yeah. And then she also flipped the bird to people after it was hilarious. Because she fell on stage and people were like being dicks about it. So she's like, yeah, I have to admit, I like her reactions to most things. She was on Conan a while back and she's just downright blunt about everything. She's uh-huh. like, yeah, I just want a beer. D- during the uh, beginning of the thing where, where uh, what's his name, was doing the I saw your boobs thing, hers was funny because Jennifer Lawrence, we started saw your boobs. She's like, yeah. Yeah, she was <laughs> laughing about it later. I saw an interview. She goes, I thought it was hilarious. Oh, I just found a better font for that, by the way. Oh, God. <laughs> God. No. no. I don't get paid enough for this. None of us get paid enough for this. <laughs> so, Naki, what have you been into this week? What are you getting into? Please. Well, you can see on my screen. <laughs> no, 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 no. That's not what I meant. That's not what I meant. Well, what I'm going to say probably isn't better. I'm reading the pro. Which is about a hooker that finds out she has superpowers. She wakes up one morning and has superpowers, and like she's right now, she just pissed on a on a villain. It's really dirty and raunchy. It's fantastic. It was done by um, Enos Connor, Palmati, and Mounts. Um, it's it's pretty fantastic, and uh, um, I highly recommend that. Uh, other than that, I've been. Really working for getting Tabletop Bebop up and running, which will be, uh, we'll be recording on Wednesday. I'll have it up on Thursday. But this Thursday, I am happy to announce I have no plans. I'm not going to do anything. I'm just going to lay here and sleep. I'm so excited. I'm jealous. <laughs> I'm not doing anything. I have not had a day off in forever. I'm just going to sleep. You got to a podcast, though. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> You're the one that said you have it out on Thursday. Shut up. <laughs> That's right. I hate, you. I hate you so much. I could just edit after the podcast on Wednesday. Suck it. You could. That's right. <laughs> Jay has said this show took an adult theme today. Oh, God. It really did. I'm, 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 I'm just going to leave this link here. Oh, God. Oh, no. See here, paste. That's for that. That's for everyone to have. I didn't. There. That's for everyone. God to damn have. it, Adahay. <laughs> <laughs> if this starts to be a thing, I'm gonna punch you so this, hard this in the thing. teeth. This is not a thing, guys. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> Naki does anal is not a thing. Don't don't say it because then it will become a thing. <laughs> I don't want this.
Thanks for tuning in to this brand new episode of All Things Good and Nerdy. If you want to know the up-to-the-minute happenings of the show, feel free to follow us on Twitter or on Facebook. The show can be found on Twitter at ATGN Podcast or on Facebook.com slash All Things Good and Nerdy. If you have any comments or feedback, you can leave them either on Facebook or on Twitter, or you can hit us up at our voicemail number. Just call 304-806-ATGN and we'll get your message and we'll try and put it on the next show. Don't forget, the show streams live every Sunday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time. We post the link on Twitter and on Facebook so you can watch us and chat with us while we discuss the happenings of the week. If you can't catch the show live on YouTube, feel free to check us out on the audio version. You can find us on iTunes or on Stitcher Radio. Just search for All Things Good and Nerdy and download the show. But if you don't want to use any of those services, just go to atgnpodcast.com and you can download the podcast directly from our website. That wraps up another episode of All Things Good and Nerdy. Thanks for tuning in, and we'll see you guys next week. Bye.